Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Center for Media Evangelization in Ewing, New Jersey, welcome to Come to Me with Jim Manfredonia. Stay tuned for an hour of talk, reflections, and meditations on topics that are important to today's Catholics. And now, here is your host, Jim Manfredonia. Well, a very good day to you, my friends. Welcome once again to Come To Me. My name is Jim Manfredonia, and as always, and I mean it, it is a great, great joy for me to be here with you, as we are so blessed to be able to come together every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, live at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on these domestic church media radio stations and all of our platforms. Of course, you can listen uh, to our broadcast 24-7 on our radio stations, but also on our streaming audio from our homepage at domesticchurchmedia.org, also on our free mobile app that is available to you, Uh, also on the Amazon and Google Home speaker devices, and uh, live video on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash domesticchurchmedia, also live video on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash domesticchurchmedia, and live video also streams on our homepage at domesticchurchmedia.org. All these ways we have to get the word out, and uh, here we are on this uh, November 18th. It's a special day in the Manfredonia household because this is the fourth birthday (laughs) of our beautiful little Charlotte, uh, who uh, is our first grandchild and... uh, Turned four today. Oh, I can't believe how much and how fast they grow and how the time flies. Uh, this past year, though, has kind of been a lost year, though, right? We were, Cheryl and I were saying last night, we were talking about, um, uh, you know, the whole year has just been almost lost in a sense. You know, we, anyway, we're not going to bemoan that. We're going to, what I have for you a little later on today, um, actually, uh, I thought we would do this. Uh, at first, I have the Holy Father's general audience. Uh, from earlier this morning, he's continuing his catechesis on prayer. But, you know, especially as we now we approach Thanksgiving, and, and probably a lot of Thanksgivings are going to be not what they usually are for many people because of the restrictions and the fears and everything else, uh, feeling a little discouraged about the upcoming uh, holidays, you know, entering into, of course, into Advent and Christmas. Who knows what's going to happen then? I've I read, I don't know if it's verified, but I read earlier today that the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree was damaged in transit, and the mayor of New York said that it's they can't erect it. <laughs> so I don't know if that's true. Sounds fishy to me, but it wouldn't be the first fishy thing we've heard this not this year. So who knows what's going on. But I thought what I would do is share with you later on in the program 15 encouraging saint quotes to give you peace, hope, and strength in difficult times. So we all need to hear these encouraging words from these holy men and women, and we'll do that a little later on. First, we're going to go uh, to our prayer, of course, and then our Holy Father's general audience from earlier today over in Rome. So I hope you're well, my friends. I hope you're staying well, and I thank you for taking some time out of your day 
and out of the busyness of your day to share this hour with me and all of our family gathered from around the world, literally. We know we have uh, someone who watches, a few people actually, who watch over over or down, down way down under in New Zealand uh, and other parts of this country. Uh, so, you know, we have a wonderful family that gathers here, and I thank God for that. I thank God for you for tuning in. So let's pray, and uh, let's raise up all of those special prayer intentions that you have in your heart right now. And we gather from across the many, many thousands of miles that uh, we reach to come together spiritually as members of the one mystical body of Christ and share in prayer, praying with and for each other. As I said earlier, we thank God, a little Thanksgiving prayer today for our beautiful little Charlotte who turns four uh, years old today, her birthday, and uh, all of your special intentions. Of course, we're praying for our country still praying the prayer for the United States of America. We're seeing so many things. It seems every every hour there's a new, another news story. Of, uh, but we'll pray this prayer. Place the country in the hands, the immaculate hands of our Blessed Mother under the title of the Immaculate Conception as patroness of the United States of America and asking her to intercede for us. Uh, you know, I said before the election, that I just felt there was going to be a, a very evident manifestation of divine intervention. So let's just keep praying for that because we, we need it. And we begin, my friends, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Most Holy Trinity, our Father in heaven, who chose Mary as the fairest of your daughters, Holy Spirit, who chose Mary as your spouse, God, the Son, who chose Mary as your mother, in union with Mary, we adore your majesty and acknowledge your supreme, eternal dominion and authority. Most Holy Trinity, we put the United States of America into the hands of Mary Immaculate in order that she may present the country to you. Through her, we wish to thank you for the great resources of this land and for the freedom which has been its heritage. Through the intercession of Mary, <clears throat> excuse me, have mercy on the Catholic Church in America. Grant us peace. Have mercy on our president and on all the officers of our government. Grant us a fruitful economy born of justice and charity. Have mercy on capital and industry and labor. Protect the family life of the nation. Guard the precious gift of many religious vocations. And through the intercession of our mother, have mercy on the sick, the tempted, sinners, on all who are in need. Mary, Immaculate Virgin, our mother, patroness of our land, we praise you and honor you and give ourselves to you. Protect us from every harm. Pray for us that acting always according to your will and the will of your divine Son, we may live and die pleasing to God. Amen. And we'll pray also, friends, uh, the beautiful prayers to St. Michael the Archangel and also the uh, ancient prayer to Our Lady, the Subtum Presidium prayer. Our Holy Father, Pope Francis, asked us to pray these prayers every single day, daily. Pray these prayers with the intention to protect the Church from the attacks of the devil, of course, we've added to that intention to protect our country 
from the attacks of the devil. And so we pray, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. We fly to thy protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us always from all dangers, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. And we pray, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Pray for us. Venerable Archbishop Sheen, pray for us. St. Pope John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen, amen, amen. And thank you, friends, as always, for praying together. And, uh, you know, I always encourage you, don't ever hesitate to send us prayer requests. You know, we uh, Bruce is here, Bruce Tobacco is here every first and third Monday for his program, Come to the Throne, a very beautiful and special hour of prayer. But... Um, when you send your prayer requests to us anytime, uh, I do remember all of you and all of your intentions in my own personal prayer, and I do the best I can to, when I come in in the morning to do morning prayer in our chapel of the of the Holy Family that we have right across the hall here. And then uh, before I leave for the day in the evening, I pray evening prayer there. We have the Blessed Sacrament reserved in the tabernacle. It's such a beautiful thing uh, for us here at the Apostolate. And I do remember all of you and all of your special intentions. And then whenever we have Mass here, and now we will have a, a private Mass being offered here tomorrow, uh, our good friend Father John Butler comes over from uh, uh, his parish, St. Michael's, over in Long Branch, and uh, he sell, says Mass for us here. So as at our anytime we have Mass, and we have Mass at least once a month, uh, we do offer uh my own personal offerings, uh, praying for your intentions and offering the Mass for them. So always send us your prayer intentions. And include in your prayers now for us, my friends. You know, it's uh, two weeks from today. We're going to begin our Radiothon 2020. And uh, on December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, we'll have our Radiothon. And we're praying that it will be the most successful Radiothon to date. Uh, you know, it's it's such an important event for us, as I've shared with you, and I only bring it up because I, I have to, as a main steward over the apostolate, cast the nets. You know, I got to throw those nets out into the deep uh, for a big catch because uh, we didn't have the radiothon back in the spring as we usually do, and because the radiothon brings in for us uh, forty to forty-five percent of our annual operating budget every year, uh, and not having had it in the spring, that certainly left us in a very um, uh, precarious financial situation over these past few months. So uh, we're praying that Radiothon 2020 that begins in just two weeks for three days. And again, we don't preempt all the programs, so please stay with us. We're going to have your favorite programs on. We just kind of come in and out, Bruce and I and Cheryl and share with you the good news of the generosity of our family of listeners and viewers in supporting this apostolate, because we cannot do it without you. We need you. We count on you. Uh, We're not a commercial station. We don't sell commercial time. We operate on the providence of Almighty God, 
through you and your generosity. Now, um, the Radiothon, as I said, will be December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. That's two weeks from today, tomorrow, and Friday, and uh, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And we're going to come in and out of the regular programming and invite you to become part of this apostolate through uh, your donations. And uh, just pray about it between now and then, how the Lord would have you respond. Uh, We've already had some very generous benefactors who have pledged matching gifts to the tune of $56,000 so far. So that means that the first $56,000 raised in the Radiothon will be matched dollar for dollar. So donate early because your your donation will be doubled up to $56,000. So uh, maybe there's someone out there who uh, your financial advisor has advised you that you have to make a substantial charitable donation before the end of the year. Hey, if you make it on December 2nd, up to $56,000 will be matched dollar for dollar. So maybe your financial advisor said you have to make a $10,000 gift to a charitable organization before the end of the year. You have to make a $20,000 charitable gift. Well, if you make it first thing on December 2nd, it's automatically going to be doubled up to $56,000. So imagine that. You'd want to make a donation of $50,000. It'll become $100,000 automatically. (laughs) So (laughs) listen, I'm praying. I tell you what, I'm praying. I I wish, I wish, and I've been doing this a long time, (laughs) doing this my 25th year in Catholic radio. Can you believe that? 25 years. This month, actually. It was in in November of uh, 1995 when I did my first Catholic radio program, uh, guest hosted for a friend of mine who had a regular program down uh, on a Camden station down there, WTMR. And uh, ever since then, I've been doing in one way or another, uh, and of course, over the past number of years as a full-time job, uh, Catholic radio. It's been a great joy. And... uh, but every 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 uh, it's always been a, it's always been a struggle financially. Let me put it that way. Uh, I wish I would have a, a million dollar endowment into which I could dip whenever we needed to add some extra expenses that we uh, you know we had to make. A, but anyway, God takes care of us. We're still here, right? Not only that, Jesus is right across the hall, really substantially present in our in the tabernacle over there in our chapel. So. We know the Lord wants this apostolate here, or he wouldn't be here. (laughs) Not only is he with us spiritually, he's been with us now for seven years in our tabernacle, right across the hall from this uh, radio studio uh, where I sit right now. So um, we, we, and he is inviting you to to participate December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Pray about it on how you can become a part of that that event. And, And I think last year, I have to go back and check our records, but I think last year, we raised uh, in those three days, um, say last year, 2019, was our last Radiothon. Uh, we raised $166,000, I believe was the number, the final number around that, 166, 167. We want to do better than that. I'd love to get to $200,000 in those three days. Uh, that would really put us in great shape, finishing out this year and entering into the new year. Because who knows what the new year is going to bring? You know, you hear so much about the media these days, social media, uh, the mainstream media. And how you can't even believe what you're reading or hearing. But when you come here, you know that what you are getting is truth. You know what you are getting is what you need to know. 
<laughs> in this life. Not what somebody else, well, yes, I should say, what Jesus wants you to know. <laughs> Not social media techs and, and, and CEOs and, and, and mainstream media networks, but what the church has been given by Christ himself wants you to know. In order for you to, to live this life in a way that's worthy of being called a child of God and enabling you then to get to the Father's house for all eternity. That's what this station's about. So pray about it because we do need you, December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Now, let's do this. Let's go to the Holy Father's uh, general audience from this morning. Um, He's continuing his catechesis on prayer, and today he pointed to Our Lady as a model of prayer that transforms restlessness into openness to God's will. And, you know, I find that, I have found that out in my 25 years of doing what I'm doing. Even before that, even when I was in my secular job, you know, making a living in the corporate world, um, I thought that was going to be my life. You know, I had a, I had a very I, I, entry-level job uh, 36 years ago, started at FedEx as a customer service representative um, just before Cheryl and I got married. And then, of course, once we got married, then I got a promotion into management and customer service. They, the company moved us out to Arizona uh, to uh, operate a call center out there. Um, got into uh, training and development, and, and, and they moved me back here. <laughs> so, you know, they were kind of grooming me for upper management and, and, and beyond, and, and I thought that was going to be my life. But it was right around 1992, 93, that... I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable. There was something that there was a restlessness there, and I began to understand through prayer, discernment, direction, that God needed me to do something beyond and other than what I was doing. And this is what Holy Father is saying: that prayer will transform that restlessness that we have into an openness to God's will. Holy Father said Mary accompanied Jesus' entire life in prayer right up to his death and resurrection. And in the end, she continued and she accompanied the first steps of the nascent church. Everything that happens around her ends up being reflected on in the depths of her heart. The mother keeps everything and brings it uh, to her dialogue with God. And he said that the Blessed Mother's prayer at the Annunciation in particular exemplified prayer with a heart open to God's will. The beautiful Magnificat that we pray uh, in our evening prayer. Pope Francis said, When the world still knew nothing of her, when she was a simple girl engaged to a man of the house of David, Mary prayed. We can imagine the young girl of Nazareth wrapped in silence in continual dialogue with God who would soon entrust her with a mission. Mary was praying when the archangel Gabriel came to bring his message to her in Nazareth, Pope Francis said. Her small yet immense, here I am, 
which makes all of creation jump for joy at that moment, was preceded throughout salvation history by many other here-I-ams, by many trusting obediences, by many who were open to God's will. So the Holy Father is saying what a great model Mary is, but always engulfed in prayer, in her communication with God. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, this time of year always brings back certain memories. You know, and I guess any time of year. You know, have you ever been, uh, for me personally, if you, if you hear a particular song, all of a sudden I'm brought back to a time in my life when that song was popular and events that happened. Or, you know, we most of us, you know, Christmases uh, past, we think about, we could probably name many, many Christmases in our past that were that, that stand out. Um, this time of year, November, mid to late November, Thanksgiving time, always bring back a special memory for me uh, to my senior year in high school, which was many years ago in the last century. Actually, I'll tell you, it was 1972. I graduated in 73. It was November of 72. I was a senior in high school. So we're talking 48 years ago. Ah. <laughs> uh, Boy, am I getting old. Um, when in those days, and I went to St. Peter's High School in New Brunswick. Any of you you know, who listen maybe know or went or know somebody who did. It was a very large high school in, in the city of New Brunswick. It was a parish high school, believe it or not. But we had enormous classes. There people came, you know, young people went to that school. I went to the grammar school as well. But St. Peter's High School, class of 1973, in, in November of 72, uh, so big were the classes that just the seniors would put on the annual school musical. That's all you needed was members of the senior class. You didn't have to draw from other uh, grades or even outside the school. So our, our senior class play was Fiddler on the Roof, and I believe it was one of the first uh, um, um, schools to put it on. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof had closed on Broadway uh, shortly before that, and then we were one of the first schools to to to, uh, to put it on. And I was very blessed to be able to play the part of Tevia the Dairyman, the, the lead in the play. And I, I still, when I think about that, I, I think about how, believe it or not, that play taught me how to communicate with God in a unique way. You know, if you know the play, Tebya is always in conversation with God. Certainly there is the formal prayer that he prays, you know, but but in his regular, throughout his day, while he's delivering milk and, and dairy products to the village, he's talking to God. He's complaining to God about things. He's asking God for things. He's, he's uh, you know, just having conversation. And that's prayer. And as our Holy Father is pointing out about our Blessed Mother, that even when the Archangel Gabriel came to bring the message to Mary, she was immersed in prayer. And as a young girl, they say Mary was about 14, 15 years old at this time, uh, but uh, raised in, in the Jewish faith, obviously, and, and uh, taught, I'm sure, the formal prayers, but but had that working relationship and encounter with her with with God. And so when when the archangel came to bring his message to her, 
she gave her here I am. And Holy Father said that it was preceded throughout salvation history by many other here I am's. How many of us in the course of our life have to give that here I am, Lord? And, you know, I, I think back again to my own personal journey into apostolate, where we are right now, where I had to pray a lot and discern a lot and seek the counsel of uh, spiritual direction on my here I am to the Lord, to weigh out where I was in my life and my responsibilities as husband and father, but also to what the Lord was asking me to do. And there could have been no other way to respond to the Lord effectively except in prayer. We do that here all the time. Everything, um, I was here today, I'll probably have more news about this after the first of the year, but here today meeting with uh, someone about continued growth here at the Apostolate, and it's through prayer that all of this happens, all of this comes to me, and I I, I, I do believe that 2021, for whatever the world is, whatever shape the world is going to be in, that we have to continue to grow in other areas, continue what we're doing now, of course, but to expand into other areas of media and communication to continue to evangelize. That we can't just sit back and say, okay, we have four radio stations, our job is done. Absolutely not. There's so much more that has to be done. Uh, and but I'm you know I'm I'm getting up there now. I hope the Lord lets me. And mother, you know, I always say Mother Angelica was 75 years old when she was still doing her her TV program. So hopefully the Lord will allow me more time uh, for a long time to keep keep doing what I'm doing. But it can't just be me though. There's got to be other apostles involved, and and I do believe that they are on the horizon. And so, but all of this has to be done in prayer. And that's the important thing to always remember in any decision in life, not just apostolate or, or, or ministry, but anything in life, to be in prayer, to be in, in communication with God, and to make our wills compliant with God's will. And that's when we're most, most uh, at, at ease and at rest. There's no um, conflict or friction. Holy Father said there was no better way to pray than with an attitude of openness and humility. He recommended the prayer, very simple, Lord, want uh, what you want, when you want, and how you want. <laughs> Lord, what you want, when you want, and how you want. A simple prayer, Pope Francis said, but one in which we place ourselves in the Lord's hands so that he might guide us. All of us can pray like this, almost without words. You know, there's that, uh, you know, here I am, Lord. I come to do your will. We remember the prayer of our Lord uh, during his agony in the garden. If this cup can pass, but not my will, Father, but your will be done. Sometimes uh, our, our, our God's will for us requires us to go through the crucible. You know, we, we have to go through the, the fire sometimes to be refined, 
to be completely dependent upon God. And sometimes it takes that for us to understand his way. But it's when we're, we're, we're fighting his will that we're at most conflict. It's only when we are making and allowing our wills to be compliant with his that we find ourselves at true peace. Holy Father said Mary did not uh, autonomously conduct her life. She waits for God to take the reins of her path and guide her where he wants. She is docile, and with her availability, she prepares the grand events in which God takes part in the world. At the Annunciation, the Blessed Mother rejected fear with a prayerful yes, even though she likely sensed that this would bring her tremendously difficult trials. But the Holy Father urged those who were watching, because he was doing his general audience by a live stream today because of the, the uh, virus, but he asked the people watching, and as I share it with you, he asked you to pray during moments of restlessness. He said, prayer knows how to calm restlessness, how to transform it into availability. Prayer opens my heart and makes me open to God's will. If in prayer I underst- uh, if in prayer we understand that each day given by God is a call, our hearts will then widen and we will accept everything. We will learn how to say, what you want, Lord, promise me only that you will be present every step of my way. It's important to ask the Lord to be present on every step of our way, that he not leave us alone, that he not abandon us in temptation, that he not abandon us in the bad moments. And the Holy Father explained that Mary was open to God's voice and that this guided her steps to where her presence was needed. Mary's presence in prayer and her presence among the disciples in the upper room awaiting the Holy Spirit is in prayer. Thus, Mary gives birth to the church. She's the mother of the church. So this whole idea, my friends, of being docile to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, to pray, to make our wills compliant with God's, and we will be at peace, and God will accomplish great things through us in the work he has us do. Stay where you are when I come back. Quotes from great saints to help us in these difficult times to give us peace and encouragement. Don't go away. More to come on Come to Me. more about parish events and devotions, prayer group, and school activities in your area, then check out the Catholic Community Bulletin Board on our website. You'll find up-to-date information about events happening throughout our listening area. Go to domesticchurchmedia.org slash Catholic Bulletin Board. If you have an event you'd like us to promote, you can post it there as well. Go to domesticchurchmedia.org slash Catholic Bulletin Board.
Want to work a virtual miracle for your church or charity? Here's something so brilliant yet so simple and meaningful, you have to check it out. It's an internet site called GoodShop.com. GoodShop.com has created a way that lets you support any charity of your choice, and it costs you nothing. The good news is 700 of the largest internet retailers, stores you already visit online, have teamed up with GoodShop.com to give back a percentage of every purchase you make to your favorite cause. Before you buy anything online, go to goodshop.com, select the charity you care about most, and then click over to your favorite store. Shop as you normally would, pay nothing extra, and a donation will be made to your favorite charity. It's that easy. Visit goodshop.com today and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity, and a portion of your internet purchase will be donated to Domestic Church Media and enable us to continue to bring you outstanding Catholic radio. That's goodshop.com, and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity. Goodshop.com. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. This universe of ours is a free universe. It is a universe of character-making, of soul-making. Almighty God is placed into our hands. Think of it, the power to make ourselves saints or devils. It is up to us. There are some laws that We cannot disobey, for example, the law of gravitation and certain biological laws like circulation of blood. But in a moral universe, we are free either to obey the laws of God or to disobey them, just as we are perfectly free, for example, to obey the laws of health or to disobey them. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. Here is Mother Angelica speaking about Catholic Radio. There's six billion people, and we got to reach them all. It's people like you, radio stations like your own. And I hope sincerely that people will support you because we need Catholic Radio. We need Catholic television. And if we don't have it, we shall answer to God for that because we are bound by our baptism to spread the good word. We're bound by that. Won't you help us spread the good word by praying for us and by making a tax-deductible gift payable to Domestic Church Media, P.O. Box 7509, Trenton, 08628, or by going to our website, wfjs.org, and making a secure online donation using your Visa or MasterCard. Please contact us today. God love you. We need Catholic Radio. We are bound by our baptism to spread the good word. From Bristol to Browns Mills. Shrewsbury to Solbury. Silverdale to Seagirt. Southampton to Seaside Heights. From Lawrenceville to Leonardo. Proclaiming the joy of the gospel on Domestic Church Catholic Radio. sitting on my sleeve or a fly a fly in the studio sitting on my sleeve like I was just making itself at home first I thought it was a bee but just a fly <laughs> all right well we're back obviously and uh, happy you are here my friends and we're gonna go to uh, some wonderful quotes from 15, 15 encouraging saint quotes to give you peace hope and strength in difficult times 
I, I got to tell you, you know, we, we, we I was looking at, um, you hear all these, uh, all the information now about, you know, return to lockdowns and uh, governors who are shutting things down again and, and the spikes in the numbers of COVID. I went to the CDC, the, the uh, Center for Disease Control website, just to see what's going on, what they're saying. And, of course, it mentioned the spikes in COVID and the numbers of cases. and But then it said, but the flu this year is uh, – ne- ne- flu numbers are negligent. There's, like, hardly any people having getting the flu. But the COVID numbers are rising. Uh, hello. You know, if if and they they attributed it to the fact that people are socially distancing and wearing masks, and that's why there's so few flu cases. Well, then why are the COVID cases going up? Or are people who have the flu being told they have COVID? I don't know. I, I hate getting into stuff like that because I know it upsets some people. Don't get upset. It's just a, it's just a. I'm thinking out loud. I'm just thinking out loud. And it's odd that it's right around, you know, Thanksgiving and you hear all these reports of you can only have 10 people at your Thanksgiving dinner. And we're going to talk more about this on Friday, I think, but some of the things that they're saying to do, bring your own food, bring your own utensils. I don't know. It, it is very discouraging, isn't it? Uh, but that's why I'm going to go in just a moment or two here to 15 encouraging saint quotes to help us get out of these discouraging doldrums. But again, just to remind you, uh, December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Radiothon 2020, my friends. Please pray, pray, pray. We talk about prayer. Ask the Lord, you know, what he would have you do for us during the Radiothon. We count on you. And I I do believe that 2021, next year, which isn't that far away, six weeks, right, before we go into the new year, um, is going to be a one heck of a year. <laughs> I don't know how we made it through this one, but I just think we're going we're gonna to need so much to have media outlets such as this to be here for you, to bring you the truth with a capital T. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and to bring you that peace that only he can give. Uh, that's what we need, right? We need media outlets like this and we need even to, that's why I keep thinking and praying and believing we have to expand into even other areas of media to, to evangelize, to get the truth out there. So Anyway, this is on Church Pop. Churchpop.com, which is an arm of EWTN. This is a, um, Ten Encouraging Saint Quotes to help provide peace in difficult times. So are you having some difficulty with the times? And as I said uh, yesterday or the day before, uh, I got into the habit leading up to the election and now even since the election of really, and with no baseball this year, basically, I couldn't even watch. I, I stopped watching baseball when they uh, walked off the field back in August over protests or something. And I said, you know, if you're, if I, I'm trying to get away from that. And I'm watching baseball to enjoy a baseball game when they're walking off the field protesting. So I stopped watching baseball. 
I'll go back again in 2021 if they behave themselves. But without baseball, there was nothing else to watch, so I would go to the news. And Anyway, you know, you really can become dragged down <laughs> if that's all you're watching. Just turn the thing off or put on Catholic radio and listen to the peace of the gospel message, you know, just to be at peace. God, God's in control. He's, he's not going to, you know, he's, he's not going to leave us. He's here. And he's allowing all this to happen for a purpose. Of course, the purpose always to bring about a greater good. So we trust that. We believe that. We know the Lord walks with us and we have nothing to fear. But let's listen to some encouraging quotes from these ta- saints um, to help bring us peace. This is from St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, St. Edith, Edith Stein, who said, Lay all your cares about the future trustingly in God's hands and let yourself be guided by the Lord just like a little child. Lay all your cares about the future trustingly in God's hands and let yourself be guided by the Lord just like a little child. Now, our Lord told us to be childlike, you know, to have the faith of a child. And one of the earliest, earliest memories I have of my father was, I probably was about, probably four years old, maybe, four. Um, And we lived up in North Jersey when I was growing up, the first 10 years of my life anyway, before we moved to Central Jersey, but lived in North Jersey in Bergen County. And when we would go see Santa Claus, my father would take us over to Paramus to that, uh, they had a big mural on the side of the building. I forget the name of the store. But anyway, we used to go see Santa Claus there. But one of the first memories I have of my father, we were in the department store going to see Santa. And it was crowded. And I just remember my father, I was holding my father's hand, and as a child, my hand was up a a, a little above my head, I think even, and grasping my father's hand, which looked so big. And I remember looking up and just looking at my hand, holding his hand, walking through these crowds in the department store, trusting. I didn't know where, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't see beyond, there were so many people. But I trusted. I had my father's hand, and I knew he was going to take me the right way. I didn't let go, and he didn't let go. And I knew that I'd get to my final destination safely because he was guiding me. Well, that's what uh, St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross says. Give all your cares to the Lord. Put them trustingly in his hands, and then let yourself be guided by him just like a little child. We're going through these very difficult and strange times. Let's just put ourselves, like I saw, hold the Lord's hand and just know that he's going to take us safely through all of this. This quote is from St. Francis de Sales. Actually, two quotes. Part of the same same quote, sorry. St. Francis de Sales. Do not look forward to what may happen tomorrow. 
the same everlasting Father who cares for you today will take care of you tomorrow and every day. Either he will shield you from sufferings, or he will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace, then. Put aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations and say continually, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart has trusted in him, and I am helped. He is not only with me, but in me, and I in him. Don't look forward to what may happen tomorrow. You know, we think about the present moment. This is what we have. Yesterday is gone. Can't do anything about it. You know, remember that scene in in uh, in a Christmas Carol. You know, the three ghosts, three spirits come and take Scrooge back. This is the, the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. And when they go back, and at one point, I forget which it was. It was um, the ghost of Christmas present, maybe. But Scrooge asks the spirit. Spirit, are these people real or are are we the spirits? And he says, they're real. You know, we're, we're here in their present. Just like right now, what we have, we don't have yesterday. Yesterday, you know, we can't change what happened yesterday. It's, 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 it's gone. And we, we don't know what tomorrow holds, if we'll even make it. To tomorrow. The St. Francis de Sales says, don't look forward to what may happen tomorrow. The same everlasting Father who cares for you today will take care of you tomorrow and every day. <clears throat> that one time I'll never forget when I was in, in as we were working toward getting our first radio station here at the Apostolate. It took a lot of time and a lot of prayer. And there was one year, uh, 2004, and we got our first little radio station in September of 2005. 2004, I basically was out of work, just doing my best to, to get support, to, to get, uh, you know, find a, a station. And you know, I would spend a lot of time in adoration, a lot of time. I'd go there in the morning, go home, come back again in the afternoon, go home, come back again in the evening. Just spent a lot of time with Jesus. And I used to journal in adoration. I still have some of those, uh, not some, all of what I was writing for that, the period there where I was writing every day with Jesus. And I remember, and I remember this now because I, I have it written down, where I was complaining to the Lord about the time it was taking to get the first station. If you want me to do this, why isn't it happening? And I began to lament about the future. Where am I going? What's happening? You know, I have three children. And I remember the Lord speak to my heart saying, don't worry about tomorrow. I'm there already. So why are we worrying about tomorrow? Why are we trying to uh, look forward to and imagine what's going to happen tomorrow? Jesus is there already. Everything is present to him. And he'll take care of us tomorrow just like he takes care of us today. Be at peace, St. Francis de Sales said. Then put aside all anxious thoughts 
and imaginations and say continually, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart has trusted in him and I am helped. He is not only with me, but in me and I in him. And this by our good friend, Padre Pio, St. Padre Pio. Don't spend your energies on things that generate worry, anxiety, and anguish. Only one thing is necessary. Lift up your spirit and love God. Jesus said, you know, worry is useless. Anxious, to be anxious, don't be anxious about tomorrow. Tomorrow hasn't, uh, today has enough trouble of its own. Don't worry about tomorrow. And Padre Pio said, don't waste your energies on things that generate worry, anxiety, and anguish. I, I, I think one of, the, one of the, the, the blessings that the Lord has given me is, is I have many, many character flaws, and many of you say, yes, you do, Jim. <laughs> but one character, characteristic that I have is I don't ever really seem to worry about anything. <laughs> To the point of letting it, you know, become so anxious, and and I may every now and then think about, like I think about our radiothon. Oh Lord, please help us make the hundred and sixty-six, at least two hundred thousand. <laughs> we need, we need, we need. Help us, help us, help us. But I always say to myself, you know, Jesus is here. He's he's taking care of us, and and God's will be done. But I know there are people, sadly, that do suffer from anxiety and, and, and worry. And it's, uh, my mom was like that. She was always worrying. It doesn't, doesn't add uh, a, a minute to your life, you know. In fact, it probably subtracts a few. So don't spend your time, your energies, that, uh, on things that generate worry, anxiety, anguish. Only one thing is necessary. Lift up your spirit and love God. And here's one from St. Catherine of Siena. She said, and of what should we be afraid? Our captain on the battlefield is Christ Jesus. We have discovered what we have to do. Christ has bound our enemies for us and weakened them that they cannot overcome us unless we so choose to let them. So we must fight courageously and mark ourselves with the sign of the Most Holy Cross. Very simple. (laughs) Our captain on this battlefield is Jesus. We've discovered what we have to do. Christ has bound our enemies for us and weakened them that they cannot overcome us unless we choose to let them. So fight courageously and mark ourselves with the sign of the cross and forge ahead. St. Catherine of Siena. Uh, St. John Baptist de la Salle, do not have any anxiety about the future. Leave everything in God's hands, for he will take care of you. We have to believe that. Again, if we worry about the future, it's, it's useless. There's certainly things you, if you have to plan for the future, you have to consider, um, uh, consequences of actions about the future, perhaps. But don't have any anxiety. Just give it to God. As I said, he's there already. We have nothing to fear or worry about. God has 
blaze the trail into the future that we don't even see, but he's there waiting for us. Uh, St. Francis of Assisi, Lord, help me to live this day quietly, easily, to lean upon thy great strength trustfully and restfully, to wait for the unfolding of thy will patiently, serenely, to meet others peacefully, joyously, and to face tomorrow confidently and courageously. Now, these are great saints. You know, these are holy men and women who uh, are, you know, of the greatest of the great saints. We may say, oh, sure, easy for St. Francis of Assisi. But, you know, we, whenever we read this or hear about the stories or see the films about their lives, we, we, get, we get the highlights, <laughs> right? We, we get the, 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 the very extreme highs and even the very extreme lows, but nothing in betweens usually. These saints got up every morning just like we did, put one shoe on the foot after the other. You know, they did the same routine, just like us. You know, we, if we ever have our own biography or autobiography, we're just going to have the highlights in there, but not the, the routine of life. They had them. So they learn, they know. So, yes, great saints, great holy men and women, but we're all called to be saints. Another Padre Pio, very familiar Padre Pio. Pray, hope, and don't worry. <laughs> worry is useless. God is merciful, and he will hear your prayer. Uh, important thing to remember, you know, God hears and answers every prayer. No prayer goes unheard, and no prayer goes unanswered. We may not get the answer we want, when we want it, at the time we want it, how we want it, <laughs> But we get it. God hears and answers every single prayer in God's time and in God's way. What's best for us in our salvation? That's what we want. Uh, our Lady of Guadalupe, so Blessed Mother, do not be troubled or weighed down with grief. Do not fear any illness or vexation, anxiety or pain. Am I not here who am your mother? Are you not under my shadow and protection? Am I not your fountain of life? Are you not in the folds of my mantle, in the crossing of my arms? Is there anything else you need? You know, our, our blessed mother was given to us from the cross by Christ himself. When, when St. John was there at the foot of the cross with the blessed mother and Jesus looked down, and Jesus said to St. John, who represented the church, represented us, behold your mother, and then to his mother, behold your son. Christ gave his mother to us, and she will care for us. This is uh, another St. Francis de Sales. Let me see. Oh, I, can get, I won't get to all of them, so let me go to this. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to St. Faustina. Oh, if only the suffering soul knew how it is loved by God, it would die of joy and excess of happiness. 
Someday we will know the value of suffering, but then we will no longer be able to suffer. The present moment is ours. So that's St. Faustina. If only the suffering soul knew how it is loved by God, it would die of joy and excess of happiness. And St. Faustina says, someday we will know the value of suffering, but then we will no longer be able to suffer. The present moment is ours. So if we're going through these times right now, my friends, you know, especially here in our country politically, everything's in, a, in an upheaval. Nothing's been settled. You know, no matter what the secular media is telling us, the, the election is, has not been finalized. And we still don't know. We are being told what the, what the outcome is, but it's not been defined. You know, as, as, as a baseball fan, one thing I love about baseball is there's no clock. You know, I know most of the sports, football, basketball, hockey, they all have clocks. They're, they're fighting against the clock, basically. And there comes a point in any one of those sports in a game where you know it's beyond reach because you can't beat the clock. It's a be physically impossible. But in baseball, you can be down to your last strike and 10 runs behind in the bottom of the ninth inning, and still there's an inkling of hope that you still, it could happen. You're not fighting. You're, you're, if you have the skill and the ability, you can win. And so it is with life, you know, even like just take the example of the good thief who in the last moments of his life was given the great gift of paradise. So never lose hope. Don't worry. Trust in God. He will take care of us. Okay, I'm going to go. So enjoy the rest of your day. I know it's dark out now, but um, enjoy it. It's cold, too, so stay warm. I'll be back tomorrow, God willing, for Catechism Day. And uh, thanks for being with me. I appreciate it. And we'll be uh, with you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Um, my name is Jim Manfredonia. Thanks for listening. God bless you, and God love you. Well,